Welcome to the State of Women Radio Network, the world's leading voice for women and girls who are transforming private equity, venture capital, crowdfunding, angel, and impact investing. Subscribe to our podcasts, join in the conversation on Facebook, and find all of the information you're looking for at thestateofwomen.com. Now, here's Women Investing in Women and Girls. Welcome to Women Investing in Women and Girls on the State of Women Radio Network. I'm your host, Michelle Jaffe with Anu Bardwaj, and we are so thrilled to welcome our guest today in the show, Amanda Steinberg, who is the founder and CEO of Daily Worth and Worth FM. Amanda, it's great to have you on air with us today. How are you? I'm so great. Thanks so much for having me. We're so excited to have this conversation with you today. And just to kick off, I understand that you have a background in tech, but then you started your own finance firms and platforms. And I wanted to ask you, what sparked your interest in uh, finance and entrepreneurship? Sure. Um, So what sparked my interest in entrepreneurship, I think um, it was more so that I learned computer programming in college and I was already making a lot of money as an undergrad and money to a college student is quite exciting. Um, and it was less so that I aspired to entrepreneurship and it was more so that I was quite talented in earning m- money even in college. Um, so it didn't make sense to me to pursue a job when I already had so much work that I was passionate about when I graduated. So right. And you became passionate about helping women manage their finances. And in your experience, you know, you feel that there are some uh, kinds of disconnects between financial firms and women. How is that so? Yes, um, I know that there are disconnects between uh, financial services and women because in growing daily worth to over 1 million subscribers by email daily over the last seven years, we witnessed Um, as we sold and delivered advertising for the financial services industry and then watched the conversations both on the financial advertiser side as well as the subscriber side of of the assumptions and lack of understanding in both directions where we recognized that there was a huge gap between what financial services were looking for in terms of how they approached their potential client base and what women are looking for Um, and how what they were seeing in the marketplace didn't resonate with them. Right. So then that translated into your work to create Daily Worth, correct? That actually, that was on Daily Worth for seven years, and that translated into creating Worth FM, the financial services company. So can you start by explaining what Daily Worth is? You said it's a newsletter. Uh, Can you tell us more about what subscribers can look forward to? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I created Daily Worth as a daily email about personal finance geared to women. Women don't need or want financial advice that's different from men, but we do want it delivered differently. So I created uh, Daily Worth to take the same types of financial advice that we know works for people, but put it in a different voice and a different structure so that we knew that it was relatable to an audience that didn't necessarily grow up thinking they were going to be as responsible for money as they are now. Right. So the idea that you're tackling is the idea of the spending culture. You know, if you're a college kid, it's hard to understand that there's more than just spending. You know, it's important to save to own your own house one day or for retirement. How is Daily Worth helping to address this problem and encourage more people to start saving? 
Yeah, so it's that's why I've um, I've been fascinated with motivation and behavior, and uh, what I observed through building daily worth is that everyone has a different motivation. Some people are motivated by social impact. Some people are motivated by material gain. Some people are motivated by taking care of others. Um, some people are motivated simply by feeling planned and organized. Uh, and so we developed something called moneytype.me, which is a platform that helps you understand what motivates you around money so that we can encourage people to save, which everyone knows is good for you. Um, but it's also extremely hard with all the pressures. Uh, but when we know that we can frame saving for you in a way that is motivating to you, that you're more likely to do it because it's not just about having more money, but it's about living the life that more reflects the life you want to live. I've done money.me and it, it it's uh, it's very interesting to see what profile you come up with. I got visionary Epicure and it breaks down like your behavior patterns and what motivates you and whatnot. So I encourage you and some of the other girls at Wharton to check it out um, when you get back to school. Cause I think, you know, everyone can get started um, with as little as I think $25 um, to go through that profile process or less, Amanda. Uh, it's free. It's totally free. free. Okay. Even better. Great. And where can we access that tool? Sure. You go to www.moneytype.me. So the audience that you're reaching, I know that your mission is to get more women to be in charge of their finances. Is the audience that you're reaching out to global or is it predominantly in the U.S.? It's predominantly in the United States. Awesome. Now, another thing that I want to touch on is the name of the newsletter, Daily Worth. What I found was interesting is the meaning behind the actual word worth. It's not just about money. Um, There's a deeper meaning. It's about one's importance to the world, fulfilling one's purpose in life, not just their financial situation, right? I named it Daily Worth because I observed the connection between how women value themselves, their self-worth, and how much they were actually retaining in their bank accounts or their net worth. And so it's, I called it daily worth because it's, I created it as a daily reminder to connect your self-worth to your net worth. When it comes to how women are socialized in our culture and many cultures around the world, we're socialized to believe that our value comes from our selflessness, our ability to help others. This is, um, you know, many religions profess this across men and women, but it's particularly heightened for women. And so what I found as a result of that is that it's very hard to save money and to think about your own personal future when what you're taught is to think about others and how your value is related to others. So I realized that we couldn't help women save and invest more if we didn't also address how they perceive themselves and saw themselves as valuable as taking care of other people. That's excellent. And you're helping to change this for women, not just through daily worth, but also through Worth FM. So let's shift the topic more towards that. Can you tell us more about what motivated you to start Worth FM? Sure. So what motivated me to start Worth FM was that I saw how women weren't engaging with traditional financial services firms when it came to their long-term savings. So long-term savings could be um, anything from your retirement account to additional investments. Um, and in addition to that, we observed that they asked the same um, questions over and over again. I don't know what to invest in. I don't know what type of accounts I need. I don't know how much I can afford to invest. I'm not sure if I should be investing in the first place. And so as a product engineer, as a computer programmer, I had a vision of how to solve that and to really make 
saving and investing far more accessible, even to someone who doesn't understand that there's a portfolio of investments underneath her retirement account, for example. Um, I, I, we, I saw how to solve for all of those questions in a single place. And because I didn't see anyone in the industry doing what I knew needed to be done, I realized I had to do it myself. So explain more to us about how WorthFM works. What can users expect when using this platform? Sure. So first is that when you sign up, you, uh, it's the simplest sign-up process possible, considering that it is a brokerage account. Um, so, you know, we still do need to collect uh, your social security number and other things that any brokerage platform would. Um, however, when you open your accounts, we give you three accounts automatically as opposed to just one. And you don't have to pick which accounts you need. So you get a savings account, an investment account, and a retirement account. In addition, all you have to deposit is $50 into any of those accounts which is far, far less. Um, for example, Fidelity's platform requires $5,000 in order to open up an account. Um, the, the next thing that we do is we don't um, require that you understand what's going on in your investments. And instead, we teach you about what's going on in your investments in a feed below your account. So rather than thinking that you need to know what you're doing, we allow you to know virtually nothing and then only make changes to your account and add more funds to your account as you learn based on our system's ability to teach you. That's so interesting. Now, what makes WorthFM unique? What makes it stand out against other uh, robo-advisors out there? Well, all this functionality is not fully built yet. So this is this will be true probably one year from now. We're, we're on the third rung of a 10-rung ladder. Um, mm. However, there's two things that are going to make it <clears throat> quite different from other platforms. The first is that we're really looking at money type as a way of understanding how women individuals want to be spoken to about their money. So, for example, someone who is highly methodological wants to see all of the charts and graphs and be able to project and understand their performance. Someone who's on the other side of the spectrum, the independent um, personality, they want as little detail as possible. They just want to be told what to do and get in and get out. Um, and so we, what's going to make ours really different is our system is eventually um, going to respond and reflect what, how it is you want to be spoken to and what's important to you. And the other primary difference is that the platform is really focused on building your overall net worth. So if you go to another investing platform and you invest in your IRA and you set up an auto withdrawal of, say, $500 a month into your IRA, that platform isn't aware of how much credit card debt you have, of how much you have in your savings account. Um, we're in the beginning stages of building out a very robust, intelligent system that has awareness of your overall financial position so that, say, for example, you end up generating a lot of credit card debt, you shouldn't be saving for retirement that month. You should be allocating that money across your emergency fund and your debt. So, um, so, so it's really focused on your, the growth of your overall net worth, not just investing in isolation. Right. So building these different businesses, you had to raise capital and seek investment from outside sources. Can you tell us about how you found those investors and what your journey accessing capital was like? Gosh, I have been raising capital since 2010, and I've raised four rounds, and we've raised $9 million so far. And I wow. cannot give you a straight answer. It has been, um, I've, if there's a position to be in when you're raising capital from the dark to the light, I've been there. So, you know, early on, I was an unknown entity and I had to pitch 300 different investors in order to get one to say yes to writing a check. And I was on the edge of insanity. Um, as our brands grew and we became more recognized, 
you know, I even, I've even had the experience of having venture capitalists compete over a round and having to extend the price of a round. Um, most recently, uh, you know, in terms of raising capital for Worth FM, there's a lot more women now of wealth who are interested in angel investing than were even five years ago. So 80% of our investors to date in, in the financial services company are now women, whereas very few mm. are women in Daily Worth. So it's um, unfortunately, I can't give you a sim- simple answer to that. We'd probably spend a whole other podcast on me talking about that. <laughs> we, might, we might have to do that, Amanda. Could you, could you tell us about your first investor? A lot of people have this question. How did you get your first investor? Um, what's that relationship been like? Um, so if you can elaborate on that a little bit. Your very, very first investor. Sure. Um, so our very first investor um, was um, two men named Joe Herbst and John Moore. Um, they run a, an angel fund in Philadelphia where we are headquartered and based. Um, and, you know, it was my 300th pitch. I had a newborn at home. Um, I was so delirious and scared and running out of money. This was 2010, I guess. Um, and uh, you know, I got this call that there was an angel network that had an opening um, where I could go and stand in front of a room of 50 people. And I'd done this multiple times already. And all I'd gotten back from them was, yeah, it looks interesting. We'll call you later. And that was it. Um, but after I pitched this room of 50, um, having no idea, two, these two men approached me and said, we would like to lead you around. Um, and it was because of them saying that, that so many of the others who were interested but not ready to commit then started to write checks. You need that lead. To, to trigger the trust from the rest of the people who are watching you. That's great. So in obtaining your funding, did you seek it from both angels and VCs or just VCs? Uh, yep, we've raised, um, we've raised money from um, angel investors, uh, venture capitalists, micro funds, angel networks, um, institutional partners, you name it, we've raised money from them. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So do you have any advice for entrepreneurs seeking capital for themselves? You have a lot of experience to pull from. Yes. Um, the, what, what's most surprising to me in, in those entrepreneurs who approach me about um, how to raise capital is how little they have thought about their own exit strategy. Because if you think about it, an investor is going to invest in you, unless it's a social enterprise and it's seen more as philanthropic, the reason they're investing in you is to make a lot more money on their money. And given the, um, given the risk profile of angel investing and how many companies at this stage fail, they have to make really, really big bets or else they're, they know they're going to have many failures. So you have to have a very clear way of explaining to them how they're going to make a lot of money and in what time frame. And so, you know, we don't often think about building businesses to sell them. Um, and I'm not building these businesses solely to, for the sake of selling them at all. But you always, when you're raising capital, have to have a clear plan on how you are going to exit so that your investors invest understanding what you're going to work together to create over the next three, five, seven years. Right. I think that's so important. You know, when you approach an investor, you have to have some sort of game plan and an end goal. So, um, you know, it's great advice to share. Thank you, Amanda. It's been great to have you on air with us today. Once again, Amanda Steinberg, the founder and CEO of Daily Worth and Worth FM. Amanda, thank you so much again for joining us today. 
We'd like to thank all of you for listening in with us today. And we'd like to invite you to connect with us by going to facebook.com slash women investing or follow us on Twitter at women investing. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to women investing and women and girls. The show is produced by the state of women radio network, the first radio network for women and girls. If you are a premium content subscriber on the state of women, be sure to stay tuned because there is more with our conversation. But for now, I'm your host, Michelle Jaffe, and along with Anu Bardwaj, we'd like to thank you for listening. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Women Investing in Women and Girls. Our discussion continues as we dive in even deeper for our premium subscribers. Click the link for information on exclusive access, premium content, and ad-free listening. Subscribe to our podcasts, join in the conversation on Facebook, and find all of the information you're looking for at thestateofwomen.com. 